Jesus. Yeah. And I had one where it's like I had done amazing work, put together like this giant brand, like logo family, not just like, oh, here's the brand mark, here's the horizontal, like a whole family of brands that need to live together, that beautiful systems, mm. options, worked on it for three months and like made beautiful work and beautiful options, like hundreds and hundreds of, of marks for them to look through and like systems all organized, right? Easy. And I, I remember showing to one of my buddies, my buddy Nick, and he's like, man, this is like some of the best work you've ever done. This is so oh good. My God. And I present it, I present it to the client and he's just like straight faced. He apparently they're like, they, they had just gone through like some hard stuff at home or something like that. And he was just like, like he was just like pissed. And then after, after that, he like called me up and he was just like, he wanted to talk with me. And then like, I think he was like almost in tears and he was just like, I hate everything you made. And it's just like, it's just so brutal. Oh hearing that. Like, like three months of work and they're just like, I don't even want to pay for it. Like, this is just trash. I'm so sad. Go. You're listening to The Angry Designer, where we cut through the industry bull to help frustrated graphic designers survive and thrive. What's up, Angry Designers? Welcome back for part two of our not-so-angry conversation with Alan Peters. It's kind of hard to get angry, um, you know, when you're talking to someone like this, because I mean, his stories are, are they're, they're everywhere and they're so cool. In this second half, we're going to be talking about design. We're going to be talking about his work experience, bad customers, good customers, you know, business versus passion projects. And if you really want to have your socks knocked off, yeah, I actually said that. <laughs> I don't know why, but we've included a side story at the end of this after our sign off and it will blow you away. It's not so much about design, but it's about such a huge monumentous part in this dude's life that, I mean, it's just, it's worth a listen and you'll be beside yourselves like we were. Anyway, sit back, grab yourself a drink. If you're driving, let's hope it's a coffee or a water or something like that and enjoy part two of our awesome conversation with Alan Peters. Good day. Do you do you do you do you start backwards? Like do you start with hey negative space and then move forward? Like I start with um I, I come up with a list of brand nouns like what could this logo be? I have my clients, everybody's gonna be a decision maker when that can happen. Ugh, big big brands, you know, usually yeah. the CEO person or whatever, they Designed don't see it until like, it's all finished. Mm-hmm. And then they're like oh, they always have a, 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 some issue. Um but it, it, with a medium-sized brand or smaller, you can usually get this, the president or CEO in that early part, buying off on the subject matter, Agreed. figuring out what the brand nouns are going to that they're going to define what that brand mark is. And it's so we make this giant list, like seventy things, and then we hop on the phone or Zoom or whatever, and we narrow it down to ten to fifteen. So we get rid of all that stuff they don't want to see. So let's say they. Don't want to see, uh, I don't know, a Golden Gate Bridge in their logo. Mm-hmm. You know, X that off there and then, then you're not wasting time doing sketches on stuff that's strategically off, right? Yeah. So then I go back. I've got this list of, you know, 15 things. Like, here's my Legos. And mm-hmm. I have my other list of, what I, I made it right here. It's like negative space, 
overlapping geometry, visual rhythm, unexpected twist on an expected visual, visual flow, all the different ways that I can take these things and combine them together to make something new. Cool. So it's not just like another bird logo. Yeah. You know, what if it's a bird combined with a star? Or what if it's a bird combined with stripes? What if it's a bird combined with a talk bubble? I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, that's a Twitter logo, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 But in general, you know, like how, and you start, I just, I sit there and I just start drawing, you know, I, I, I put the brand nouns on a page and I have them up in the corner yeah. and I do these stupid little ugly drawings that, that aren't, they are not good drawings, you know, I look at all of them. Dude. These are just, I've, I've got, that's what my desk is filled with. I've got tons and there's like little pencil sketches you know you know where i and and they're not detailed they're they're fine so they're are they're they not the across, but they're not they're not for the client those are for me you yeah, know yes. and, and then, I, then i take those and i make the vectors out of them yeah but that's when i'm trying to figure out like is is there a negative space solution is there this is, is there that but you know like the those folks that are on instagram that are just like they they make logos for the sake of logos they're like dude bird. i hate those i know it's the word bird and it has a negative space there's a uh, bird and you're just like word. uh yeah, I hate that, dude. Uh, oh, dude. Don't even start me yeah. on that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not. I'm not like coming out. Like I've had a client come to me and they're like, "Wow, I love the negative space logos you did, man. I want a negative space logo like that." And, I'm, and I have to tell them, like, maybe it'll work out. Yeah. But that's. Yeah. It's. You know, that's. Yeah. I, tough. I, that's like. You know, in Back to the Future, and and you know, and they're gonna drive the DeLorean and not having that sheet of paper that says when the lightning's gonna strike. But like, <laughs> like man, I want to go back and back to my time, but I don't know when the lightning's gonna strike. You know, <laughs> hopefully we get lucky. You know. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So, so with true. that being said, then I mean, again, so you you touched on two points here that I think are interesting. You have a process, right? We've done this enough, yep. right? Um, yep. But then you've got these 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 other people who are just faking logos, right? Where is that fine line with authenticity, uh, authenticity and um, experience, right? And I, right. and again, I, I okay, I have an answer to this, I think, but I'd like to hear what you have to say when it comes to is the stuff like is it authentic when you're doing this over and over and it becomes almost formulaic, if that's a real word. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, formulaic. sounds good. Yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Um, Authentic authenticity. I had that on the list. Yeah, I know. I, mm. Mm, well, it, it does become formulaic. I think when things become formulaic, though, uh, you get better and you're able to like really start crafting and then mm -hmm. really get into the the. Th that's when innovation happens. I think when you're like all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I, I remember the first time I did a brand noun process, and I was like, okay, I'm doing this brand noun process thing. And I sat down with the client, and we came up with 80 things, and my client was like, this is awesome, and I was like, this is awesome. And then I went back and and I and I made my and I went and made my logos, and I came back. I was like, here it is, based off those 70 brand nouns. I picked the six that I like that made sense, and I'm like, here you go. And she's like, well, I didn't like those brand nouns. I like these other brand nouns. Why didn't you pick those brand nouns? And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should have a, a the whole. I think the most important part of the brand now process is when you eliminate the ones that they don't want. <laughs> and from there, that's good. from then on, you know, that's the, the you know that's how I did it. And it's worked so much better. But you know, I, I think you do something over and over and over and over again, and you start seeing the flaws or even the parts that are like slowing you down or aren't working as well. There's definitely part of me where because I I got into this habit of like. 
Like I'm like I always do. I, I'm like I want 15 across the plate Damn, that I, I feel good about every single one of them that I wouldn't be upset about if they pick. Wow. And honestly, man, I don't I don't need to do that. That's yeah. yeah I, I keep thinking about. It. I'm like, why don't I just do three? I can make a lot more money and do a lot more projects. But uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think you'd hit the. I don't think you'd strike lightning as many times. I don't think you'd be doing as quality of work. I, I think, I think just really. And I have so many people when I when I talk about my process, and I'm like, I present 15 brand marks. They're like, you're dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dumb. That's that's stupid. I'm never gonna do that many. You're gonna confuse the client. Clients are dumb. No. You need you no. need to only present three because your client is not gonna be able to handle it. And. <laughs> that's not true these are like a lot of time well not always but you know sometimes you're educating them but like if you're working with a big brand you're working with somebody who's a marketing professional that's worked their way up who's been doing this for years who probably has more experience than you do and and they they know what they're looking for you you want to check every one of those boxes of what you think they're guessing on or what they have in the back of their mind or they want to see and by doing three you might miss the target on all three but Mm -hmm. by doing five, eight, 10, 15, you might be like, oh, I've, they haven't seen these five executions. Yeah. They've, they understood the first 10, but the first, right. th- those last five, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think, you're, I think it's, anyway, yeah, go on. If you can yeah. do 15, yeah, you should. Dude, right? I mean, that's, that's You awesome. know yeah. what the quality level yeah. is. You know what your baseline is for quality. Yeah. 15 is not a bad thing if you can talk them through it. There's usually a, a direction or two where you're like, this is, this is what they need to pick, and yep. they usually do. Yeah. They usually can see that they see they see all the options, and they're like, "Oh wow, that's the obvious choice." You know, it's usually that way. It isn't always, but you know, it, being a good salesman is a big part of it. Leading, you know, setting up your deck properly, yeah, leading care. to the inevitable choice. Uh, th- there's ways to present it where you can you can get in there and you can sell what you want to sell. That that uh, fellow, that, that boss I had, EJ, I remember one time we had all done a bunch of logos for, I, I don't even remember what the brand was. I, I think it was Docs or something like that. We were doing a lot of outdoor rec cool. stuff, so like dock, yeah. boat docks. And um, he had done a couple logos. Uh, another designer there had done a couple logos. And I had done a few logos. And we were presenting them all. And I, But I was going to be the one who was going to have to work on and do all the rest of the brand identity and make all the sales folders and whatever else, all the different pieces. Yeah. That we're gonna go with with this logo, and and EJ he he was just like he was he was excited and he wanted he was excited about one of his logos and he was gonna sell it through and he, so he's just he's going about it and he was like such a good salesman he could man it, it, he could have sold a, a hexagon through and there's just like nothing to it it's just a black hexagon he could he could have sold that man and so he's 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 selling the heck out of his logo and he's gonna, he's, he's gonna he's getting we we were on the phone so. The client couldn't see us, you know, it wasn't like Zoom or anything like that back in the day. Yeah, but I remember he looked at me and he was, he was just like, and I was like, yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. like, I don't want to work on them with that logo for the next like six And he's months. thinking dollar signs <laughs> and you're like, God, no, not impact. And he's kind of like, he's kind of like and, I, and I point to the logo I want, completely turned the client and sold my, the, the logo I wanted to sell and, and. He had already had them sold. He, they were eating on his hand. Like he could, we could have like hung up the phone and we'd be done. Yeah. And then he turned it around. He's like, "But oh. the one you really want is this one." Jedi mind tricked him like, completely, and 
Brutal. <laughs> he was so yeah. good. He was so good. But, you know, being a good salesman is a big part of um, selling good work, you know, because the soft skills are super important. Uh, you know, yeah. you can make great logos, but if you're not good at selling them, yeah. you're not, you're just, you're just, you're going to get all well, the, Paul you might Ryan make it a lot of great stuff, but it never is going to get produced. Yeah. One of his big things was, you know, you have to own that presentation. Like, it's not just a matter of doing the work, but you've got yep. to present it and, and yep. do, I don't want to say jazz hands because that kind of sounds salesy, but, you know, it, it is all in the presentation, the execution. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people, they take the easy way out. They will email logos out to people Oof. or they will just like, here you go. Let me know what you think. Um, actually, let me get out of here because I don't want to present too much. But the reality right. is you are absolutely right. It's like that Jedi mind trick where you need to learn how to make people pick the card that you want them to pick. Yeah. Right. And not because you feel it's the best solution, you know, because it looks the coolest, but you've thought this through. And I mean, there's no, there's no question. You've thought this through the execution all the way to the end. Everybody should think this way. Here's here's the because when you say Jedi mind trick, yeah. that really makes every client who'd ever want to work with me probably think I'm a psychopath. <laughs> that they're not going to work with me. Here's here's the truth. Of it. Okay, so I worked in house, yeah. and when I worked in house, I learned that um, uh, one of the most important things was that I was on the same team as the marketing people and the people I was selling the work to. Mm -hmm. And so if they're like you know, you should make this change. And I knew that revision was going to just completely sabotage mm -hmm. everything. I would tell them that. I'd be like, I'm like, I tried that. It doesn't work. You know, here's why. I can explain it to you. And then you walk them through it. And I, I would always try and lead them the right direction and some, or tell them like, you know, that's probably not the best decision. Or give them a call on the phone when they, when they tried to just email the, the, the revision that was bad. And I would call them right up. Be like, hey, it's Alan. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... The great thing was, you know, not being uh, a vendor, because I worked at a lot of shops, all the shops I worked at, I mean, it, if a client told them to do something, they'd be like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because that, they want to get the paycheck, they're worried about, they don't want to piss off the client. Mm -hmm. But I learned when I was working in-house that if you were honest and you're guiding a client and you tell them, like, you know, that's not the best decision, they're going to respect you more because they know that the end goal is the same end goal that they want. They want to sell that product or they exactly. want to whatever, make that brand, you know, get out there and, and do well. They, they want success for the brand. In the end, it's not about like me having some award winning logo mm -hmm. or me being like, yeah, they picked my favorite one. That's yeah. the coolest. Yeah. Or my client, you know, be like, oh, I got the brand there. Yeah. Got my fingerprint on that bad boy. It's not about that. <laughs> it's what's important in the end is that they're hitting their their goals, their sales goals and stuff like that. And, and that this product is being successful. Mm -hmm. And if they see like, I am willing to lay it down and, and, and not piss them off, not be a jerk or anything like that, do it in a respectful way. But I'm willing to tell them, you know, that you're, you're steering the car into a ditch right now. Yep, yep. Let's, let's get back on the road and let's stay focused. Yeah. Uh, you're being their guide yeah. and, and that's important. And it, there's, there's, there's also like the perspective where you can be like, well, a logo is like a runway model that they shouldn't have to stop on the runway and explain their outfit. Well, 
it's not like that, especially if you're presenting 15 marks like me, you like, you really need to guide them through the process. If, if I try and just like send over a deck with 15 marks, not only they're going to be confused, they're not going to pick the one I want to yeah. I know. Ever. Dude, are you actually standing in front? Of, okay, so I know my process and I, I've got a, a wonky process, you know, where I flash yeah. them on screen. I don't say a word. I take them off and then I, I let them think about it for three, five seconds. And then I'm like, okay, what do you remember? About I, I've got a weird process. That's um, cool. What do you, what is your like, what is your presentation process in this sense? Because with 15, I'd be, mm-hmm. me personally, I talk too much. I'd be there yes. for three hours. <laughs> right. What do you do? So for that first meeting, yeah. uh, that first brand mark meeting, I start with, with uh, I, I show like the, the 15 brand or brand nouns that they picked. Yeah. I, I review them. I, I talk through every single one of them. I'm like, these are the ones you picked. This is a subject matter that that you wanted to see, you know, I've addressed these 10 of them, you know, this, these other five, just, you know, I, I tried some sketches, but they just didn't work out. Yeah. You know, I, I explained that. I'm just like, what you're going to see here is you're going to see 15 marks. I'm going to show you uh, uh, black on white, white on black. I'm not going to show you color because I don't Beautiful. want to influence nice. your decision. Yep. yep here, here. Perfect. Um, I want, I want to walk through each one and I'm going to have the brand nouns that I used specifically on each one. So if you have to send this PDF to, PDF off to somebody. They can understand the subject matter really easily Brilliant. at a glance. That's and then at the end, I will have a slide with all 15, white on black, another one with black on white. And we can discuss then. But for now, let's just walk through. Let me walk through it. And then uh, we'll have a discussion at the end. And then when I get to the end and I've, I've, I've walked through all 15 and then I, I have that slide up with all 15 of them at once. And they're like, wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of really nice. <laughs> the eyes light up a little, a little bit. I ask him, I'm like, you do not need to make a decision right now. I wouldn't even advise that. You should probably sleep on it. You should probably talk to, you know, the, you know, other people. But if you had to go with your gut right now, right. what are the best three marks? Right. Let's, let's figure right. it out. And I try and make them make some decisions right off the bat yep. or if there's a room of like if when i'm presenting to like a city and i have like the fire chief and the police chief and the mayor and like all these people in the room and it's like nine people i i, I say i want each of you to write down the three that you would pick hmm. and then once everybody's written it down so they aren't influenced by you know the mayor or whatever um let's go around the room and talk about the ones we like and why and i tally them up and then at the end i'm like if you had to pick right yeah. now this is the one that stands out or these two. Dude, I mean, again, again, brilliant. So we, we follow a very similar format in the sense that we, yeah. our song and dance prior to that is a little tiny, tiny different. But yeah. ultimately, we're like, listen, you need to focus on your initial gut reaction. You know what the project was about. You know mm-hmm. what, what, what the target is, what resonated with what we said, right? And and then we discuss, we, we tell them not to overthink it because God, dude, People overthink everything. So it's human nature yeah, they, to overthink things to death. By the time they analyze it to death, you end up with a logo that, dude, mm. I don't even want to talk about some of the stuff like the original Apple logo. That's mm. what you end up with when people talk it to death. Are you talking about like the hand drawn one or the rainbow one? No, the, the hand drawn, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hand drawn yeah, one. Yeah. You know, underneath the apple yeah, with yeah, Isaac yeah. Newton. Newton. That's yeah, what yeah, you yeah, end yeah. up with if yeah. people talk it through and they overthink it, like because they, yeah. they won't include everything. It's it's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we, it's it's funny too. Though the, I just did a, a logo project for a church named Landmark. Yeah. And they're doing a name change. They, they switched to Landmark from from another name, and it's a long story. And I, it's, it's it's really sad, actually. Like why the 
doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I did this whole process and I presented the brand marks, yada, yada. We, there were a whole room full of all the elders and everything like that. And we tallied them up and they had the ones they liked. And there was one mark that only one person was like, that one's pretty cool. And they had a one tally next to it, right? And then they all went home and they all talked to their wives and showed their wives. And all their wives were like, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you pick that one? It's exactly what you need. It's exactly what you asked for. It's perfect. And the one that only had one vote or whatever, that's the one they went with. All, the, all their wives. <laughs> it was so funny. And it was the best mark. I was glad it came back to that. Is that the one with better the, than the ones? Is that, that the they one with the boxes and the and the cross in the? In the... Yeah, it's like it's like a city on a hill. So it looks like it's kind of like a ah, yes. space hill with these, you know, skyscrapers coming up yes. and there's negative space cross. Very nice. It's, it's like a nice simple mark. It's I, great. I like yeah, it. yeah. It's so let me cool. ask you something then. So yeah. when designing, okay, obviously you've designed for big business, and yeah. and you've designed a lot of really personal, really passion, really faith, um, you know, driven environment. Yeah. Uh, Differences? Are there any? Yeah, for sure. In the last like seven years since since I've gone solo, I have had the opportunity to brand stuff that would like make your jaw drop. Like some of the coolest brands on the planet, like so many of them. And every single time something happens, it's like the CEO leaves at the last second. In-house, the in-house, like it goes all the way up through all the tiers. And then like some in-house person is like, yeah, I want to do it myself or whatever. It's always something. And none of it, none of it ever happens. It drives me crazy. It's like, it's like me, like any one of them would, like, like you, you, you know my work and stuff like that. Yeah. But it would be like in like brand new would post about it. And it would be like all people talk about for a week if I yeah. these brands and anybody redesign them because they're just like big ones, you know. Yep. And and that happens. Actually, I, I can't mention any of the names. I have all oh, ideas on all of them. But it's happened to me like nine times, maybe. Yeah. It's crazy. And every time I get my hopes up, I'm like, oh, Maria, <laughs> this is it. This yeah. is it. We're taking off. They're like, this is going to be it for our company. I'm so excited. And she's like, relax, Alan. Uh, just, uh, yeah, never yeah. works out. And it never does. <laughs> it never does. <laughs> but what I, so those projects, the great thing about them is they pay super well, right? Yeah. And you're getting paid for the process. And I make some great work. And I have a lot of fun making the work. And, and it's a great process. And, and one of these days, one of them will go through. And that'll be great. I, I've, I've done like I have done some big brand stuff. I've done stuff for Amazon. I've done stuff for um, Walmart. I've done stuff for I, I don't know. I've, I've done stuff for a lot of big brands, yeah. but it's not like I did the Walmart logo or I did the right. Amazon logo or what you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I've had a lot of opportunities and and uh, like that and and so yeah, like that that's freaking heart wrenching every time that happens. Yeah. Although I'm getting used to it. <laughs> but the great thing is if if you keep the balance of I, I guess. For me, where, where I'm, I have different things coming in. If I did all those type of projects and nothing ever got produced and I had nothing to show for like all my time I've invested, you know, I'd be feeding the kids. We'd be living well. I'd hell, I'd probably be making more money than I make. You know, the, some big brands are going to pay a lot better than a church, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, you know, having the balance of some mid-sized brands, some small ones, you know, not only uh, with those are... It, you have a little more control. You're able to actually sit down and talk to the CEO or the president, and and you're able. You to mean really in the church or what's in their versus head. the the, the yeah, large company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's not going to happen if you're 
can't name any of the brands. It's driving no, crazy. The Walmart, um, Tar- Target, whoever, whatever. big companies. Yeah, whatever. It's, My but it's, it's it's not those. It's yeah. not those. Okay. Um. But uh, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is having that mix of the small ones and the big ones and the medium ones. It makes sure that it, like I'm always kicking out work. Because right now, within this world of social media and, and running agencies, it's not the same as the old RFP days. And maybe it is for like big ad, ad, ad agencies and stuff yeah. like that. But for little guys like me, man, my work, most of my stuff's coming. I, I get asked to do RFPs every so often. I'm like, that's going to take me forever. And it's just me. So I'm like, I just might kill two weeks and get paid nothing. That is, yeah. That's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. And most of my work is just like, hey, this person told me about your work you know let's let's go or i I found your work on instagram let's Mm -hmm. go let's let's make this thing i need a logo and i like yours the best i researched a bunch of people and you make cool badges and i like cool badges you know whatever whatever the story is (laughs) but um the the nice thing is the smaller brands or the medium-sized brands do trust me more and i do get to talk to a greater like higher decision making level and i get to make some really cool work and i think you need to balance that um, at least for me, I, I like producing work, not just, not just you know, spinning my wheels. Let, let me just go here. Okay. Let's talk about bad customers and bad experiences because God knows we all have them. And everybody, when they're in that space, they feel mm. like they're the only one and, and they're doing something wrong. And have you ever had this kind of experience? Bad customers, bad experiences. You got anything to share? Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm not going to get into any specific, uh, like I, I could, I could, I've had, I've had three uh, really bad experiences oh, yeah. over the past seven, eight years of running my company. And, and I work with a lot of clients. And so I'm working with, I mean, this is like a, I don't know, two, one, two percent, three percent of the people. Of I everything you've done. Yeah. It's really That's important to me yeah. when I, when I'm done at the end of the day that my client's happy, that they have a smile on their face. That they, they, they look at it as like a friendship, yeah. you know, that I think the relationship is is very important. Agreed. 100%. Uh, and it's Clients not just like, about mm-hmm. making a great piece. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I want that relationship to be strong. But I've had certain people where it's like I had I had one client where they, you know, just got they, they got harder and harder to talk to. And then they like had gone behind my back and hired another designer and then oh. made some made some other logo with like after I'd worked with them and like done rounds and stuff like that. And then refused to pay like the the final payment on it, like, even though like the contracts that they had. Dude, when when that was brutal. At what point? At what like early on freelancing? After when? No, it was like, like last year. What um, year? What? I had I, I've had I had a client where they were just like wanted to fight every single time, and and I was just like I always smile on my face, like you know, just trying to walk them through it and like lead them. Like, you know, you, yeah, we talked about like, crap. you know, like sometimes the client wants to drive the car like yes. off the road into a ditch. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. I felt like I was on the pulling steering wheel, wheel like, pulling so hard the whole time for months, just trying yeah. to keep it on the road. And it was so challenging. And then, uh, you know who they yeah. got? And then I had got somebody fresh out of high school who just like <laughs> oh, shut up and God. just do whatever they <laughs> wanted to do and be like, yeah, I was ready from the start. Look at this. Yeah. And I had one where it's like I had done amazing work, put together like this giant brand, like logo family, not just like, oh, here's the brand mark, here's the horizontal, like a whole family 
of brands that need to live together, that beautiful systems, mm. options, worked on it for three months and like made beautiful work and beautiful options, like hundreds and hundreds of, of marks for them to look through and like systems all organized, right? And I, I remember showing to one of my buddies, my buddy Nick, and he's like, man, this is like some of the best work you've ever done. This is so oh good. My God. And I present it, I present it to the client and he's just like straight faced. He apparently they like, they, they had just gone through like some hard stuff at home or something like that. And he was just like, like he was just like pissed. And then after, after that, he like called me up and he was just like, he wanted to talk with me. And then like, I think he was like almost in tears and he was just like, I hate everything you made. And it's just like, it's just so brutal. Oh hearing that. Like, like three months of work and they're just like, I don't even want to pay for it. Like, this is just oh. trash. I'm so sad. Like, Dude. <laughs> Damn! Oh, holy cow! I don't even know what to say about that. I've had these moments like that, and, and that's that's it's rare. Like I said, that's like one two percent of the time. But it, we go through this stuff, that's you know, like you. as designers, you know, and, and you can't when things are subjective. You can't control everything, and you can all you can do is the best work that you can do. Absolutely. And you know, usually. I, I, one of the things you guys said said is like, you know, what did you learn from it, or like, what what, like how can you avoid this in the yeah. future? Like what what can come of this, yeah. right? And um, <laughs> I think one thing is like I've gotten better over the years of feeling out like when I have those initial calls. Interesting. When I the feel like you, sometimes calls? you can tell you're like this person's crazy. Oh, I'm not. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, work yeah, with this yeah, person. Yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> these, yeah. They're like, oh, I already have the idea. It's right here. There's like all these red flags, like things you're supposed to look for. Oh, I have found that the more a client will negotiate and try nickel and dime you up front mm. about the overall payment, yep. the worse they'll be to work with. Wow. The, the, the less you do the work for, the cheaper it becomes, the more of a nightmare it will be. I like it, if they, they like force you into doing it for very little, they are going to be, it usually means it's coming out of their pocket. Yep. It's really personal to them. It's not a company you're hiring, you're, you're being hired by a person. Yep. And then they, they take it so personal, and it's such a nightmare. It's like deep pockets, but short arms. And they're like a freaking Tyrannosaurus Rex. I can't reach down there. Yeah. So I guess the advice is, when at all possible, yeah. even though you're trying to have personal relationships, try and work with companies that are spending their marketing budget mm. versus people that are spending like out of pocket for their st- Startup and that they have their own personal. I you're gonna work as as the logo design. I'm gonna work with a lot of startups. I'm gonna work with a lot of people with their pain out of pocket, and that's gonna happen. But you just those people specifically, you really gotta feel them out about how they're gonna be. You know how they negotiate about like the the overall price, um, what they're like to talk to. Try and get to know them a little bit, and 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 feel them out beforehand before you end up in like a two or three month relationship. That's really hard oh, that's yeah. so true wow Caesar doesn't just happen to us yeah. it happens to yeah. people like him yeah that's sad but <laughs> okay wait that was number two is there a third one there uh, a third thing that I learned from them yeah um, I don't know I, I guess it's something that I've learned in my career is to try and take all feedback and don't look at it as like that they're trying to ruin it like look look for the the true meet like uh, uh, what's there and use it as an opportunity to make the work better i think a, a lot of uh the quality in the work that i create comes from like kind of never giving up 
taking feedback and like maybe not doing exactly what they're asking to do, but just coming back with like, here's, I understood what the problem was and here's the actual solution for yeah. it. And, 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 and I took what, what I thought was great. And I think it's even better now Yeah, because a lot of the times they, feedback, they, they are identifying an issue or a problem. And sometimes it's frustrating with how they, they tell you to, to solve it, you know, like make the logo bigger or whatever. <laughs> but usually there's, you know, if that means that it is a little bit off branded and then there is a way to add more, uh, brand identity DNA into the thing, you know, like you're going to end up with a stronger piece in the end. So I guess, uh, you know, when you are getting negative feedback and it is hard and you're like really frustrated, try and don't like write back right away and, and just sleep on it. Think about it. Think about the problem. Think about how you can make it better and look at it as like, Hey, I got an opportunity to take this even up at like an, another level, you know, like how can good I make call. this good so, it's so darn good that it's bulletproof yeah. that, that even, even the hater yeah. out there cool. can't find anything Damn. to complain about. Yeah. Yeah. When customers do give that kind of feedback, do you feel like you're, you're navigating that feedback just for your own personal ego's sake or for, or, or, or for the job, the best job moving forward or a little bit of both? I think my job is to make the the best end product. Mm. And so it's really important for me to, to do that for my clients, even if they're trying to drive the car off the road. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, yeah. I, I, I want to be successful. But in terms of like, especially my ego or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, man, I got four kids. I've been pooped on. So many times. <laughs> I've, I've had just like, I've been like knee deep in knee deep in like some messed up situations with, with those boys. Let me tell you, you should see my grocery bills. And I'm going to have to like get a second job. I'm going to be like, working I'm going to be like the, the cashier on top of it. It's so true. <laughs> it's so We're true. But full it's so expensive, bags. man. Yeah. No, no, no. Agreed. Right. Okay. So here's another question in line with this. Um, on the yeah. flip side, okay, yeah. you you have worked with both in both small studios and mm. you've worked with big companies. Okay. And granted, BBDO, yeah. you're just probably a small, small, small cog in a, in a giant, you know, like uh, endless sea yeah. of cogs. But small studios versus a targetish or something that, you know, a little larger which do you feel you got the most experience from value from you preferred if you had to recommend to somebody? Okay. So I'll answer this the same way when people are like, how did you uh, go solo? How did you start oh, on your great. own? Like, yeah. what's the, what's yeah. the, what's the, um, how, how did you get there? Mm. And I took like the slowest approach <laughs> possible. I, Seems I like you tried like everything, man. That's why your bicycle years. logo was so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to, um, uh, gosh, I wanted to have a substantial portfolio of big client work that would help me get more work. Yep. I wanted to also build up a freelance clientele, like that I, I knew I'd get continual work. So I'm not going to like, I have a family and stuff, you know, I yeah, can't just yeah. be like, well, <laughs> Hopefully it works out. I'm starting my own thing. Um, I, I very much was like, okay, I, I've got, I've got the portfolio set up how I want it. I, and the other thing that was really important was uh, figuring out how to run the type of agency that I wanted to run. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much at every single place I worked, no matter what they are. No, even the places where people be like, oh, you work there or whatever. I, I don't care. I learned a lot at every single shop and from yeah. all the people I worked with. There, whether it was learning 
uh, something that was helpful in the future, or maybe something helpful not to do. Um, that <laughs> that was in there <laughs> too. But like you know, I even like how to sell work, how to write a contract the right way, uh, how to work with writers. And I remember the first time that uh, when I was doing advertising, it's design style. I, I, I working with a writer at, like when I worked at Industrial, they would have like freelance writers, and I would basically design a whole my print campaign and I'd like I'd put Laura Mips in there and be like, okay, fill it out. Right. Mm. And it's, <laughs> they just, and then the freelancer would just know. crank out some headlines and boom, and it's all done. Or a BBDO. We'd, I, I would be like in a room with the door closed with a writer for like a week, right. Sharpies and a stack of uh, eight and a half by 11 white pages. And oh. we would fill the walls wow. yeah. and we work together and we'd both be coming up with ideas and trying to help the other person's idea yeah. get stronger. It wasn't like one person was leading specifically. It was definitely like a mesh working together. So I really learned how to work with writers well. Uh, at that point, and that's e- even helped me now. Like when, when I collaborate with my wife, she's a great writer. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that, that's your roles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not as she has, because she's homeschooling right now, she, that she'll do like some, like, uh, like, like when it's tax time, she'll help out then when it's time to do, like go through QuickBooks and do all the stuff that, that I don't want to do. She'll, she takes care of that. And Dude, she like, keeps you creative. That's, that's like, that's she lets a me solid foundation. That makes but, uh, you I'm coffee. still like when I have to get in the like when I'm working with Walmart or something like that and I have to do two days of paperwork I'm doing that still so I mean there's it's a balance you yeah. know I'm still I'm still invoicing and I'm still you know telling clients they be like hey you haven't paid for this invoice that's six weeks overdue mm-hmm. hey. seriously mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's we we share responsibilities but when she has done a lot of writing and she, and she's, she is an excellent writer. She's done a lot of naming. She's really good at naming brand names and stuff like that, which from a you know, brand identity studio, it's nice to have that in house. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are you, are you, are you that. even doing anything outside of the brands, brand work, logo marks and everything? Or are you primarily now focused in on brands and brand marks? That's primarily what I'm doing. I mean, I, I I'll still like get, brought onto like an annual report covers, you know, like a, I don't know, there's little things here and there, you know, mm-hmm. or, or a, it's something else, you know, it's uh but usually it starts with a logo. Usually it's a logo and then it flushes out. So um, we, we niched out into an industry space, right? Like Z factor niched out into, you know, um, you know, B2B technology companies, you know, mm-hmm. and primarily even in IOT and broadband spaces. Um, yeah. But we we still like position ourselves as generalists, like in the mm-hmm. sense of we can help you from print and print campaigns all the mm-hmm. way to you know logo marks and everything else. You've yeah. gone the completely flip side, and you have focused in on brand marks. Which, man, I'm so envious of. Good for you for doing that. Um, are there disadvantages of going that? Ni- I mean, that's a different kind of niche than I usually right. profess to people. Well. I, I did a lot more of that when I'd work at places, you know, I, obviously I did print and, and commercials and stuff like that when I worked in advertising. Uh, when I worked at uh, agencies, I would do a mix of stuff. Usually if it wasn't brand identity focused at a little at a little brand shop like that, it was something mm. <laughs> It was like a catalogs and stuff like that. I did a bunch of boat catalogs and trailer <laughs> catalogs and stuff like to that. To me, that sounds exciting. But anyway, hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And then uh, uh, at Target, it was so much in-store. You know, I did a lot of in-store stuff and events, event branding. And I didn't do a, I didn't do a ton of logos. You know, I, I did I did a few key ones when I worked at Target. Uh, I, I worked on the cartwheel logo and the threshold logo, which they just redid like this week. Wow. Yeah, I knew one up. Yeah, because it wasn't a logo the last. Mm. Um, <laughs> they just didn't know what they were thinking. Okay, don't worry about it. New CMO, new direction. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, it's worked well for you. I, it, it, I, I've done a mix of stuff, and, and a lot of people know that I can do a huge mix of, of stuff. But because I, I think it's because I'm so focused and this is what I do and this is what I share. Yeah. Uh, it's people think of logos are like, oh, what about that one guy? That guy does all the logos. You know, <laughs> it's, it's easy. Just like when you're like, oh, I need a letter, a lettering artist. Immediately your head goes, you know, like, of course, you know, Simon Walker, Jessica Hish. It's like it's like you have your like three or four people that they like immediately pop into your head yeah. and, you know, friends of type and stuff like that. And but you're like, oh, they're, they're probably way too expensive. Like, Where are some kids doing yes, it, right? You would or whatever. Um, but, it, it, you know, it is, sometimes you have to have those budgets and things like that. Uh, specializing and niching, it makes it so you do come top of mind. Because if you are a jack of all trades and you're like, hey, man, I do everything, you're not going to get hired for anything. Right. Uh, the, the, and that's what I tried to do from the beginning. Be like, oh, I can do it all. You know, I can do I can do the ad, I can do the commercial, I can do the website, I can do the this, I can do the that, I can do all your things, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, I thought the work was kind of watered down and I wasn't that great at any specific thing. Mm -hmm. And over the years I got better at different things, but I just really like making logos, so. Oh, dude, it shows, it shows, never mind. You own that shit. Yeah, you do. Okay, so with that being said, here's some scary questions. Okay, so what's the future look like for not only you, but design in general. Um, There's some pretty scary stuff out there. I'm sure a lot of people are, 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 you know, and again, we've we've embraced a lot of the stuff that's out there, but I mean, it's going past what we are seeing right now in the space. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think in general, designers, other than like when computers showed up and changed things from like doing things by hand to by computers, even when that happened, the overall craft of what we do really didn't change. Overall, slowly aesthetic shift over time and as trends change. Yeah. But usually you can see the trends and you can adapt when you need to. But and, and there's certain things that are a little bit more timeless. The nice thing about brand identity and logo work specifically is a logo that was really good, you know, in the 1960s mm-hmm. is... Like the CBSI, they're still using that. Fuck it's yeah, awesome. They are, man. It's yes, good. The, the target bullseye, yeah. when that was done, like it was like seventies or sixties. Yeah. Brilliant. The, when it got, yeah, and it's it's there's gonna be no reason to ever update that. Yeah. I think they updated the type a couple of years ago, but they didn't need to update the bullseye because it's it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have the 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 two width circle and then yeah. a one width negative space and a one width ring, and it's like the math is perfect. It's yeah. simple. It's easy to use. Beautiful. Balance. You can flip it around. Spin it, whatever, and it's always the same. Yeah, yeah there's certain marks that it, it's it hasn't changed in how many years? You know, it's, it's been it's been sixty years, and and that CBSI logo is is still being used and still great. And there's not going to be updated unless somebody's dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, Idiot. in terms of in New terms CMO. of yeah. in terms of 
mm-hmm. my job and, and how it's going to change and adjust, I don't think it's going to. I don't think they're going to come up with some AI that can make spit out logos that are equal parts uh, simple, unique, and um, memorable. Yeah. I don't think Agreed. that's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. They might be able to spit out like some illustrations that are just like gobbledygook of a six person's people's style all mixed together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. Go, go, AI. But and they might look kind of cool, but they're not going to make simple logos that way. Mm-hmm. And and even if they did, are they going to be perfect for that brand? You know, yeah. is it going to make sense? And are they going to be unique? You know, if two people put the same thing in the algorithm and it spits out the same logo for two people on a different side of the globe, you know, mm-hmm. then they got the same logo. They ain't helping anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I'm not worried. I know AI is like such a big thing. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that is, as logo designers, we've got to stay away from is trends. There's, I don't know if it's as much of a big thing, but there was a huge trend. You saw Pentagram doing a lot where they have those, or the USA Today logo. Hey, we're putting us something different in this circle on every single spread, you know, a different <laughs> photo crop in it. Or it's like that Melbourne, that cool Melbourne logo that was had like the M yeah. uh, for the city of Melbourne that yes. had like different styles of M's. You know, those logos where it's never consistent, mm-hmm. I, I don't buy into that at all. I think that's just a logo design trend that's going to, you know, later on they're going to be like, you know what? Those weren't very memorable because it was never the same. It was never the <laughs> so same. Nobody remembers. Unless it's consistent and being inconsistent, but I don't think that makes go for a good brand identity. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense um, strategically. So, I, I, yeah, in terms of logo design, I, I know like Bill Gartner and uh, the, the, what is it, logo, um, I, I, the, what's the logo book that everybody submits to that has tons of logo? Logo Lounge. Logo Lounge series that Bill Gardner does. I know he always has like, here's logo trend alert and he has like certain things. But you look at them, usually, I, sometimes they're a trend, but a lot of times they're just like, yeah, they've been doing those same logos. They, for, like everybody they have those logos with stripes. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of logos with stripes. Right, you know what whatever. else technology is missing? The ability to present. And again, I don't think people actually put enough um, emphasis on the presentation, yeah. the importance of the presentation. I mean, again, I have won over jobs in the past. Yeah. Not because of the actual job itself, because sometimes it's like, I know this isn't the sexiest logo, but this is the right. best logo for what right. you guys want to achieve. It's the presentation side. And I don't right. think AI will ever be able to you know, take care of that, like come up right. with not only the logo, but the story and put, the, put together the whole brand story and then present that stuff. So yeah. I think that's, that's a huge factor that obviously you own, you embrace. And I mean, mm-hmm. we, we always go on about the importance of, uh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah. Oh, for the record, Bill Gardner is amazing. Gardner <laughs> Design's amazing. Of course. Logo yeah, Lounge yeah. Is, is a useful, helpful tool that I've used since I was right out of school. Yeah. And um, the, all I was saying there is that the like the like the trends and stuff like that. I I, I don't know if I buy into the, the, there are some things that are trendy, but yeah. usually you can see them. No, pretty exactly easily. a mile away. And trends they fade yeah. unfortunately. So mm. yeah, right. I think we're huge. Huge believers in that. Yes. Um, all right. So with that being said, are you touching anything, um, you know, in your book about the future, future proving yourself, anything? Or, I mean, again, I love your approach about yeah being authentic, well, I, I, being legit, being long-term. Um, yep. I think my whole book is about making logos that are future-proof. That's kind of like, that's the thesis of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, future-proof logos, something that's going to hopefully be around when your grandkids are around or after you're dead, you know, it's going to live longer. Than <laughs> More. Amazing, yeah. Right. Um, it's always sad when uh, you've worked on something and, and, 
and it lives like 10 years and then all of a sudden it gets replaced and you're like oh, man even and then it you know it, it, you're like wow it didn't make it and, and I, I think that the whole point of this is to avoid that happening so that your work will be timeless, that it will stick around, that uh, uh, people will be talking about it for years to come, that it'll be uh, you know, something that helps evolve the great conversation and design um, and, and keep pushing things forward. Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, the process yeah. of the book, I mean, again, I think everybody... Um, Oh, again, our generation, everybody fantasizes about yeah. writing a book because it's just so cool. It, it it makes it legit. What What's that like compared to like doing logos? Because you're flipping and flopping on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, I, if you would have told like 15-year-old Alan, <laughs> you're like, hey, Alan, you got to write a 200-page book. I would have cried. I would have been like, no, I want to do it. Um, we hate books. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually, I read a lot now and, you know, and I love to read and I read to my kids all the time and I'm, I'm way into books, but I don't know if younger me, younger would have wanted this? to read that much. Or, I, I, it would have been a real challenge. Let's put it that way. <laughs> What makes this process, uh, I don't want to say easy because it's really hard writing a book. Uh, it's cool. a lot. But um, that's cool. Actually. What makes it uh, easier is that I'm writing about what I know. This is like yeah. basically, basically everything in this book. Once I had the, the book map laid out, like what's I had kind of mapped out, like what's going to be on each spread, mm-hmm. just just like a, a word document, not, not even pictures. But like this spread's gonna be about this, this one, this, this one, this three spreads on this, and and once I had the book map done, um, I looked at it, I'm like, oh, I know all that. That's it's gonna be easy, cool. you know. I, I know every single thing in here. I just actually have to sit and create the darn thing and write it. And so, it is weird to sit for like two or three hours and do nothing but write from a person who usually is just visually creating. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a different part of my brain, uh, and. I, I mean, the first thing you got to do with any book is just like get it all out, and then and then you craft it and, and really refine it. So I, I don't know. It, it's it's been a a challenging but rewarding process, and uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be very thankful when it's all done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's not that it's going to be bad or anything. It's just that it's it's been a lot on top of running a company yeah. and, and raising four boys, yeah. and uh, I'll. Once, because I'm going to be wrapping it up near the end of April, right when summer's starting to really kick in in Minnesota, and uh, it's it's going to be warm and the snow will be finally gone. Finally. Like this summer is going to be, like, I, I am fantasizing about, like, riding my bike and getting out there, going on hikes and stuff with my family. Man, I'm just like, mm, yeah, so excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. Dude, all right. Yes. You know what? It is like almost approaching crazy ass time. I've taken yeah. way too much. I can hear your kids in the background. Yeah. But we are going to yeah. finish in our traditional style. Yes. All right. Because again, I, I honestly, we might talk again in the future because I, I feel like I, I can keep talking to you forever, which is probably, and maybe this should happen off camera instead. <laughs> just because again, no. it's just so real right now. But um, again, to be respectful of your time and everybody else's, yes. we're going to finish this in our, um, we have a 120 second, two minute speed round, round. <laughs> speed round of questions. Do you have music that goes in the back? You see that? Oh, you see that? Wait, look at that. I got all these questions. And now, are you nervous? 
<laughs> oh, oh, oh look at this guy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Flip, flip the light the time round. Flip the time round. We're going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. And you got to answer honestly. Okay? All right. And um, and again, some of them are high level. Some of them are pretty hard. I don't know. But again, see what you can do in two minutes. Okay. Are you ready, Alan? Let's go. All right. All right ready? Here we go. And Three, two, one. Start. All right. Mac or PC? Mac. Favorite music? Oh, uh, hip hop. Ooh. Ooh. Favorite color? Orange. All day. Oh, favorite All cartoon? Day. Favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon? Oh, um, Futurama. Oh. oh. Favorite collectible? Uh, the video games. Okay, cool. Favorite superhero? Uh, I, Ant-Man. Oh. oh, okay, okay, okay. I, although the, the new one's supposed to be awful. I didn't even see it. <laughs> I, I, I thought the first the one was will funny. judge you no after we watch that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Marty McFly? Oh, from Back to the Future. Yes. man. What is Quark Express? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I was really good at Quark, and then they're like, you have to use InDesign. I was like, God, learn new quick keys. Um, yeah, it, it's like InDesign, but old. Okay, okay, okay. Even worse. What was before Quark Express? Quark Express was there when I first started. I'm, oh. I'm not that old. Oh, oh boys. 1980. Oh, fair geez. enough. All right. Coffee or tea? I like coffee. Puppies or kittens? I've only had cats, but I really want a dog. Oh, <laughs> boy. Pirates or ninjas? <laughs> ninjas all day. <laughs> Favorite artist ever? Like our, our art or like musical artists? Us. Art. Oh. Um, yeah. Paul Rand. Attaboy. Oh, guy. I love all this right. guy. Who is better? Walmart or Target? <laughs> I, I can't answer that. That was a trap. That was a trap. That was a trap. Fair enough. Okay, then fair enough. <laughs> serif or non-serif? Um, uh, non-serif. Okay, day. okay, yeah. okay. Favorite font right now? The the most recent one that I found is pretty awesome is Poppins. It's free. Poppins! And awesome. Dude. Yes. FYI, that's the angry designer font. Yep. Just saying. That's right. Just saying. Okay. That's a good font. It, it is. is pretty fun. It is. All right. Magazine or tablet? Oh, I am way into uh, my Kindle now. My wife got me into it. I, I was always nice. like, because I have walls of books. I love books. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so I'm, I'm, I love reading on Kindle because I can rock a babe to sleep in one hand and, and, and read it to with my thumb. <laughs> Yep. Smart. I never thought nice. about that angle. And, and he can't, he can't like knock it out of my hand. Storp it and twist it. And dump it I was just going to say, don't put it in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. True or false. Newsprint mm-hmm. is dead. Newsprint. Um, I, I mean, I, the, the, we use a ton of newsprint in art school and there's art school still around. So I'm assuming they're using just doing gesture drawings and, right. and they need lots of newsprint. Okay. okay. I, but you mean like newspaper. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, Oh. I, I miss circulars. I, 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 they put circulars back into newspapers, yeah, like on like Black cool. Friday. I know you guys don't have Black Friday up there, but Black Friday for us down here, man. Mm-hmm. And you get the Target ad on Thanksgiving, and the, all the you know like the Walmart ad, mm-hmm. and the Best Buy ad, and you're looking through. Yeah, we don't have oh, Black Friday, but we do have White Saturday, which is us reading all the news about all the people <laughs> that get trampled on Black Friday. Uh-huh. So it's great. <laughs> love it. It's actually called Red Saturday. Red isn't Saturday. It? That's all the blood that yeah. spills. I mean, Boxing Day. Yeah. 
conditions. Is it Boxing Day kind of like that? Yeah. Is it kind of Boxing like, Day? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of our thing. Yeah. No, but we're Canadian. I, we don't yeah. trample. We politely yeah. ask people to yeah. move out of the way while we share yeah. the crazy. Yeah, I, I did all the social media for Target. All the like the whole Facebook page, all the posts yep. that uh, when when we went to Canada. Yep. So all the Canada theme stuff. So I know I love a that. lot about Canada, and like the there, history of Canada, and all the holidays, and all the you do. Yeah, there was a line on there is like. It didn't work in Canada. The only thing that worked <laughs> was the social media. And you're it's absolutely so right. That's true. That was so it's good. So <laughs> All that stuff was good. I don't know why we didn't take to Target. Like, I apologize. I, we we apologize. Get, we love the, the it. Issue, the issue with that is they couldn't get the product on the shelves. And and That's so right. like, you'd be like yeah. any stores. That, and people complain about it. I, kind of felt right. Right. I thought they just kept the extra white space to keep a designer. Which is why I appreciate <laughs> But now we yeah. know it's products it's on shelves. Product. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Chase from Paw Patrol or Night Ninja from PJ Mask? I don't know either of those shows. Yeah. I know well, I know I know of Paw Patrol. I don't I've never even heard of PJ Mask. Oh. Um oh. What was the guy from Paw Patrol's name? What did you just say his name? Chase, was? the the leader from Chase? Paw Patrol. Now, if you would have been like what's who would win in a fight? The Chase Manhattan logo? <laughs> Or the CBSI, I'd be like, oh, oh. or the NBC Peacock, like, oh. NBC Peacock, NBC Peacock, probably. I don't know. I kind of like that one. Yeah, you know, those things are pretty violent. I got them in the purse right here. Right? I give you that much. Superpower of choice. Uh, superpower of choice. Oh man, time travel maybe that'd be oh. awesome. That's a great one, great sure. one. Yeah, or eternal no, no, no. youth or something. Best video game console ever. My favorite video game of all time, and I've been playing video games since I was really little. We had an Atari 2600. Oh. I've, had, I've had all sorts of weird stuff. I've had like the Neo Geo, man. I had that. That thing was expensive. Oh, so random, I had Sega CD, all these crazy turbo graphics and stuff like that. My favorite video game of all time is uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I cannot wait for the sequel to come out oh, next month. I heard about the Nintendo that. Switch. And so, yeah, Time it's Switch. brand new, Time and it's, it's or not brand new, but the Switch is out right now, but it's time to come. It's so good. Yeah. Last but not least. Alan, mm-hmm. one thing that makes you angry. <laughs> one thing that makes me angry? Maybe this bent iPad, but I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> Maria's like, don't get angry about it. Don't <laughs> get angry. Do not She's get like, angry. He's... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's totally <laughs> worth getting angry over. I love it. Like, bend it back in a position. That's oh, my God. That's um, amazing. Well, no, the, the things that make me angry... Um, I, I wish I had I, I, people stealing um, your logos. When no, no. Okay. Um, when things just start falling apart and you can't control it, oh. when you lose control oh. and you're just like, interesting. It's like it feels like life's falling apart. Like if you have like you know multiple things happen that are out of your control, like in like a week or something. That's the mm. worst. Like yeah. you know somebody's getting sick or you know, somebody else is going to the hospital and this and that, and then you're just like, oh dude. Like all, all you can do is just like you know. Close your eyes and say a prayer and just get through it. Dude, I mean, again, Alan, I, I, we can keep this conversation going forever, but I, again, you are freaking awesome. You are everything I, oh, you should have kept that bad boy on. That's okay. But you should have, like, like, honestly, I, honestly, I can keep talking to you forever, but to be respectful to you, your life, your kids, your wife, I mean, honestly, for now, 
yeah. for our very first ever conversation. I think this is good. I mean, there's no question that um, you've answered everything. And then some of your human dude, uh, again, you've lived up to everything. I put you on a pedestal and you've like legitimately <laughs> like been like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought you were going to be like. You weren't like yeah. a pretentious, yeah. you know, designer who's okay. like, no, 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 no. I rock. You suck. You yeah. are awesome. You're human. Thank you for this conversation, yes. dude. Honestly. Oh, man. You, you know, I, I remember hearing somebody say once, they were like, uh, every designer, every artist, every every musical, you know, artist, every every actor, they all started from nothing. You know, they yeah, started just like some kid was like, hey, I like drawing or I like this or I like that. And for me, it started with, I, I just like to draw yeah. a lot. And, and I yeah. wanted to do, I want to, I remember in high school, you know, filling out one of those things where you figure out what you're going to do for a living. Yeah. You know, you fill out a questionnaire and I was like, I'm like, I just want to make art. And, yes. I, and I remember just trying to answer yes. every question That's in a so way that would lead me to an answer that said something to do with art. Because I did not want to sit in an office building, yeah. you know, yeah. looking at Excel sheets for the rest mm, of my life. Exactly. Or, or for that matter, gosh, I've done like roofing. I've done siding, oh. all sorts of manual labor yeah. stuff, man. I've, I've, I've done some hard things that I don't ever want to do again. It just makes and you love design more, doesn't holy it? Holy cow, right? Doing that that stuff. was yeah, one man. of the reasons yeah. why we said design is amazing. Yeah. It's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, to find something that I love, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good thing. That's awesome. and, and, you know, I think that's that's the secret. So, yeah, if, if, if you're a kid out there and, and you're, 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 you know, just graduating and you're listening to this and you're like, you're like, man, this guy, look at, wow, he's doing all these big logos and whatever else, and he's writing a book. Like, that's, I'll never be able to accomplish that. That's not true. Yeah. You can you can do whatever you want oh, to do. You just got to so set your true. goals, go for it, and, and just try to perfect your craft and, and learn what you can from who you can learn it from and, and you know, just push really hard, I guess. Yeah. You oh, know? Put in the don't work. kill yourself in the process. Put in the work. <laughs> don't be scared to put in the work, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And honestly, I can't, not that, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I can't wait for your book to come out. Yes. I was Ooh, so happy. We were so happy. It was just like, dude, look, look who's coming up with the book. This is amazing. Honestly, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. On it, and I can't wait for it to come out. I can't wait yeah. for it to arrive here at Z Factor. One of these days, I may have to get it signed, but that's another story. We'll talk about that after, okay? Come down by, is not that somebody far. We'll come down so for a Vikings game. Somebody like a lecture series up there, so I can come up there and talk. Yes, and, dude. You know, and then you gotta I'll, hang I'll out. You, you gotta hang I'll out. I'll bring you posters. I'll, I'll I'll make it worth your while. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you very Amen. much from everybody. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for taking the time. Two hours out of your day. That's that's a big. That's a big. Especially when and you're running you. eight, and you've got you. family and stuff. I, I I really appreciate. It. Well, I'm I'm. You're helping me sell a book, and I I'm not helping you do a darn thing. No, no, don't say that. Don't say that. But you're not working on some cool client projects and hanging out with your family. <laughs> Dude, you rock. Yeah, All right. With that being said, yep. My name's Massimo. No, my name's Sean. Alan Peters. Buy my stay, book. Stay creative. And stay angry. And buy his book. Buy that book. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>
a lot of people know me because they're like, oh yeah, you're the guy who like in Drapon. He's like, what? he's like, this guy just survived a fucking gunshot. Are man. you serious, <laughs> dude? What? Yeah. What? Wait, yeah. hold on. What the fuck? What? Yeah, what happened? It's well. well you, can you talk yeah, about you it? Don't have to. I can talk about it. No, it's it's not. That. Oh, sorry, is I, it, it is it is it hard so for you to talk it's, about? No, it's not that. It's so. It's usually my testimony, like when I, when I talk about my faith, yeah. it's like my faith story. I don't know, if, and it's like 25 minutes and I get into it and I start talking about like God and stuff. Like, fair. It, no, it, fair. Short story, yeah. short story, because I know you guys are like, man, I got to get home. I no, no, dinner. don't worry. Don't, don't, don't you worry. <laughs> Go, yeah, don't good. worry. We're good. Um, Short story. Uh, it was my wife's birthday, 2009. Uh, I was working at the ad place. I was going to have to... It was on the weekend, and I was going to have to come in on Memorial Day, like the day off, to work on a pitch the next day and everything. And and we were trying to have a kid at the time, our first child. We hadn't had one. First month we tried, we were unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And next, it was like the next month, and we are like, we're going to make it happen, man. <laughs> we're like, we're, <laughs> whatever, baby. Sounds fun. And yeah. I, but anyway, go on. Awesome. Right, right, right. And so uh, I, I'd been bugging Maria all day. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like got to take a test how awesome would it be on your birthday to find out you're pregnant with your first child and she's like alan it just wouldn't be accurate it's not it's just we got to give it another week and i'm like oh i've kind of been bugging her about it and uh that day uh we had uh we had like this big mexican food party it was super good had a fire out back big like you know copper like bought a target fire bowl type thing you know Hello. when the stars came out at night yeah. everybody's having a, a couple of drinks we've got to see a lot of a lot of friends, a lot of family, most of the people we know, um, relatives and stuff like that had come on over, uh, uh, people we hadn't seen in years. And it was kind of crazy because because basically saw like everybody we knew. And then that night um, when it was just another couple and uh, Maria and I left, uh, this uh, couple of guys came into the back of the yard and they were like stocking caps. They had gloves on, like all covered up. Look like a, you know, like in the '90s movie. Like you ever seen the movie Juice with Tupac? Yes. yes. Like you know, like you know, like that style, like yeah. that, like like bandanas, like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like some teenager kids that were probably gangbangers, and you know, they were getting like it was one of the things they had to do to get in the gang or something like that. Yeah. But anyhow, they they came uh, into the yard with you know guns blazing and like like sit down, give me your money. Where's the oh, money? No. And we just had like credit cards and stuff like that. You know, we didn't have like. It's not like you're like, oh, here's where we keep the safe with all the money, like freaking Scrooge McDuck or something, um, you know. And and so uh, Maria calls inside to the. There's a, one guy is still inside. One of one uh, the other couple, the the man's inside getting some tacos or something like that. <laughs> and, and she's like, Ben, call the police. And he comes up to the window. He's like, what, 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 what? And they like put the gun right to his head and they're like, you got any money? And pulls his pocket. Like, got anything? And then they're they're pissed at my wife at that point it's her birthday and she's uh like probably pregnant yeah yeah and they put a gun to her head oh shit and they and and a couple months before this she got robbed out back of our apartment we had lived in and she's probably like six months before this okay and and i wasn't there and i was on my way from from work and she had been on the phone with her mom and she's like alan and the, her mom called me and was like alan you have to get there something's going on and i got there late and nothing had like she got robbed and she was like really like shaky about it and it was robbed at gunpoint out back of her apartment we immediately moved in with my parents yeah. saved up and bought this house yeah. that we had not not this one but 
yeah. one we were living yeah. at the time. And so, like, I was already like, shit, man, I wasn't there for that. And here I am, and, and it, it's your birthday, and, and oh. fucking Gunderhead. And I'm like, I need to man the fuck up and, and handle this situation. Yeah. And so the guy closest to me. I, and I was working out a lot of the time. I was in a lot better shape than not that I'm in bad shape, but I was I was running a lot. I was uh, I could bench 300 pounds at the time. I was, I was Damn, like, dude! Yeah, right. Hold my hold my own, man. Yeah, dude, benches just just yeah, my dude to... right in front of me, and he he went flying back like like literally like like six feet back, and I jumped up and I ran over to like just just I I, I adrenaline took over. Yeah, I was yeah, acting yeah. stupid. I was acting really stupid, yeah. and the guy with the gun turned and. And shot, shot me right in the ribs and the bullet went through my body this way and like right in my flank right here it's still in there i can feel it um what it you can still feel the bullet yeah because because they wouldn't it went through two major arteries uh my liver gallbladder gosh what else i don't know the, the two two intestines both intestines and so they were able they had to basically cut me open Staple me up, yeah. get me back together and alive again. And it wasn't like, let's go play Where's Waldo and find the bullet. Uh, it was more like, let's make sure this guy stops bleeding because he's already lost half the blood in his body. And so, so this, the, the one guy shoots me and I'm wearing this like tight fitting shirt, like a, you know, like a, like a, just a t-shirt yeah, that yeah, fits a little yeah. tighter. Yes. Not, not, not like, not like some like workout Under Armour thing. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, like, just like a t-shirt, like, like a V-neck something or other. And because it's a little bit stretchy material, the bullet went in and opened up and then reclosed again, like the, the shirt did. So the, I looked down and there was like, I was like, I saw that. I heard that, looked down, but I'm like, I see there's not like blood spurting out of me. Like I doesn't look like anything happened. And I turned at the guy with the gun and I charged him like a fucking rhinoceros. And I'm like, like oh, get the fuck out of my yard. Like I was, I was, I was losing it, man. And I chased these guys for like a half a block. They freaked out. Like, oh my just like god, dude! And like, Get out of my yard! <laughs> like, like crazy old man. Chase them for about half a block, and then then all of a sudden I'm like realizing I'm I'm dying. Like I'm bleeding to death, and and I'm getting dizzy. I'm just like, oh. holy Stumbled. shit! They're gone. I stumble back in the yard, pass out. Um, not pass out, but like like fall to the ground, and then the. the I wish what I was saying was like, I was like, oh, I was having this like, you know, intimate moment with my wife or anything. I was screaming like, fuck, yeah. it hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's reality. Yeah. Yes. Lots of loud Dude, swearing. Yeah. Real, like. But my wife, God bless her soul, man. She was like, she was like, you know, they, like, they, like they teach you in school that like, if you're in a bad situation, you need to like point to be like, you do this, you do that, yep. you do that. And you handle the situation yeah. there. Or else everybody just stands there like yeah, all dumb and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Maria's like, Jennifer, you call an ambulance. Yeah. You know, uh, Ben, you go get some towels. Yeah. I'm putting pressure on this wound. And she took care of it. And she got, she got them there. They were there so fast. And um, I remember like when I was waiting for them to come, like after all the extreme swearing, um, like laying there. And, I love and, the extreme like, swearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the very least. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it, it hurts so bad, but like you know, like it, it, like anything, you know, like anything intense like that, it they you tend to build up a not a tolerance, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're like it, it's it's like a consistent something, you know. It's it's like a cat that gets a 
foot stuck in a box and they're like well i just gotta live life with a foot stuck in a box like they don't they don't think to like take their foot out of the box yeah. and they just walk around with the foot in the box <laughs> um it, <laughs> it, I, I don't know I mean, that's a pretty bad example. but any I, 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 at that moment i was like i'm dead yeah. like this is it i'm i'm gone i'm not coming back from this like i felt like i was like i was like started to drift off and i'm like this is Jeez. this is the end yeah and and i i seriously like i felt the connection i felt like yep i hear there you. was and, 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 whether you guys are the religious guys or not man I, I felt like i i seriously felt a connection and i was like i'm leaving and, and this is it and i made my peace with god and i and i and i you know said a prayer and, and i and i basically i was ready i was yep. like i don't i don't know if you ever felt that in your life where yep. you're like i have this is it yep. i'm i'm gone yep. this is this is I was at peace with dying. I've always been scared of it ever since I was then. Who isn't yeah. being scared of dying? Yeah. Like, you know, a little bit, even as a kid. But I was like, all right, this is, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be in this world anymore. And and the, the ambulance came and, like, long story short, I mean, they they I, they took me and there was a lot I could keep going. And no, going. I can imagine. But, um, How? But it, I was opened up for two days while they stapled and sewed me back together. Oh, dude. And, and my family was freaking out. And my, the, you know, people are on short fuses at the time. My dad, remember my, my father was like to Maria, he was, he was like, you're supposed to be taking care of him. You're not supposed to let this shit happen. Course, and she's, yeah, she's yeah. Lo- like crying and like everybody's crazy all, at that point. They're all melting and like having emotional bursts and everything like that. And then having a hard time. And I, and I'm, I'm like, all drugged out and like not even there for yeah. for days yeah. how does <laughs> okay like so like a, so oddly how did aaron draplin know about this and how did I, this... I did a lot of public speaking afterwards and and in part of my public speaking i, I would i tell my story i would talk about like all like the hard work you know like especially early on in my career and especially working at ad agency and how hard yeah. that was and the turning point in the talk was I would like, but it, like designers are not ready for that. And I would, I would testify and I would be like, be like, listen, you know, number one, why didn't they turn around and shoot me? Why didn't they already shot me once and tried to kill me? Why didn't they fire again? And the, the, the detectives never found a bullet. So that means the gun jam. So that's, that's, there's that, you know, uh, the, the doctor told me that if it would have hit a rib, it would have splintered and exploded inside me. And it went between two ribs. Um, and I'd be dead. If I hadn't been running, like, you know, like six miles uh, a couple days a week, uh, that I would have bled to death because I lost half the blood in my body. It's like like thing after thing after thing after thing. And then here's the thing. When I was in the hospital afterward, um, uh, we took the test and found out we were pregnant with Matthew, which was pretty damn awesome. That was like the first thing we did, like once I was off drugs and stuff like that. So it was, it was just like it was like this special, really, it cemented. I, I felt like God's kept me here to be be here for my family and be here to be a dad for my kids. And, um, I try and look at it as a positive light because my, my career, my life changed after that. And I did take the job at target. And, and then I was able to start my own company after that. And, uh, I did have more kids and, and my family's grown and it, life's been, life was freaking rocky before that. And, and it got a lot better afterwards, but how does Aaron Draplin know? But so like in 2000, when I worked at target, um, I got asked to do, especially after I did the first target branding campaign and that like was in CA and it got, 
there was one point where I always wanted to be in communication arts. And the first time I was in it, I was featured. I had one project in the ad annual and one project in the design annual in the same year, which I don't know anybody who's ever done. That was like, I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> like, like it never, like it was such a big deal for me. And, and I, I, my name got out there and I got to a lot. I went to like creative South. I spoke at like over like six months. I spoke at like 10, 15 places. Enough so that like my boss was like, Hey, Alan, when's the Alan Peters show going to end? Can you like come back and focus? And even my wife was like, you got to stop traveling. This is getting crazy. But one of the nice things about it is, was I, every time I would, I would talk about design and there'd be a lot of designers there. Like not a lot of designers are, are faith dudes or, or Christian guys in the South, maybe, but especially not in the North, not, not in Northern United States, man. It's like cricket. And so uh, one of the things like they always talk about in church is like, you know, testifying, you know, sharing your story with people and stuff like that. So uh, it was, it was, ex and a lot of the times people might do that, but they do it like at church with a bunch of, it's like you're preaching to the choir. You know, they always say like that. Term. Yeah. You're literally doing that. So it was my opportunity to like kind of surprise people a little bit and, and mention that. And, and every single time there'd be like multiple people that would come up afterwards and be like, Alan, man, like, that, or like they'd email me like a couple weeks later, be like, man, I started going to church again. Like, then, like really? Like, that's awesome.